Hi there, I'm James Dapache and this is Coffee and a Case Note. Team, today we are going to talk about a set of facts relating to a farming and grazing property that is held within a family. And there are a number of different pieces of litigation that spring off in relation to this property and relation to this family. But the one we're particularly going to talk about today is an application made pursuant to Section 237 of the Corporations Act for an order to be made pursuant to Section 236 of the Corporations Act. It's a subject we've spoken about once or twice before. It's called a derivative suit. All right, what have we got? We've got this property. Uh, this property forms part of Dad's estate, speaking very broadly. Speaking very broadly, Dad dies, which leaves Dad's widow. And if I'm using the word Dad, Dad's widow, we might call her Mum. And we might say that today's applicant is Mum and Dad's daughter. And we might say, speaking very broadly, that today's defendants, or contemplated defendants, are mum and dad's are sons. So we might call them our brothers, speaking very broadly. Okay, what is suggested is that following dad's death, the sons become directors of the relevant company, and in breach of their duties, they occupy the company's land without paying rent to the company. And this unpaid rent might be in the sum of hundreds of thousands of dollars. And perhaps understandably, our daughter decides that she is going to make an application to launch what's called a derivative action. And as I said earlier, derivative actions are things we've discussed before. And uh, we're going to discuss them again now in the context of our daughter being the applicant to stand in the shoes of the company and bring an application to say, hey, look, these brothers are taking an unfair benefit. They're breaching their director's duties by uh, residing on this land, this company land, and by not paying rent. And so, we then turn to consider what our applicant daughter has to do to get up, what she has to do to successfully say, Hey, look, I should stand in the company's shoes. I should be allowed to sue my brothers in relation to this unpaid rent. Now, Section 237, Subsection 2 of the Corporations Act has the test, and I'll set it out in broad terms for you. What the daughter firstly has to show is that she is coming along uh, in good faith. And I withdraw that. That's the second thing she has to show. First thing she has to show is that the company would be unlikely to sue the directors. And with respect, that's not the most difficult test to meet. Essentially, she has to come to the court and say, hey, court, um, the directors, my brothers, aren't going to cause the company they control to go and sue themselves. And um, as it happens, she convinces the court of that. She's able to say, yeah, look, uh, or she's able to get the court to agree, yet we accept that the brothers aren't going to cause the company to sue themselves. She then needs to show that uh, the application is brought in good faith. And what's interesting is that the in good faith test is not particularly difficult to satisfy in these circumstances because she is a shareholder and she's a shareholder in the company. So if the company wins, the company is going to get some money in. And because she's a shareholder, she owns part of the company, she will be in a position to share in whatever the company gets from that application. And so 
in essence, she succeeds on that point as well. So she shows the company's not going to sue because the brothers are directors. She shows that she's coming in good faith because she wants to take a share of the winnings and her personal animosity, her, her animus towards her brothers is not relevant. It doesn't prevent her being found to have been brought. It does not prevent her being found to have brought the application in good faith. The next thing she has to show is that the application would be in the best interests of the company. And she must show not that it may be or that it could be or that it might be in the best interests. She has to show that it is in the best interests of the company. And she succeeds on this point in significant part because she provides an indemnity to the company. She says, look, if the company loses any money from me standing in the company's shoes, then I will pay that money. I will indemnify the company for that money. So she says, yeah, the company is not going to sue the directors. I'm coming in good faith. It is in the best interest of the company. And she says here, there is a serious question to be tried. And what the court finds is, yes, that's right. Uh, the court works through the evidence uh, and forms the view based on that evidence that yes, there is a serious genuine question here as to whether the brothers occupying this land without paying rent is indeed a breach of director's duties. And the fifth point under section 237, subsection two, is about notice, and that is an uncontested point, that she has provided notice to the company of the possible claim. And so, notwithstanding the fact there's all this other litigation going on, notwithstanding the fact there's an oppression suit, notwithstanding the fact there is an application for a just and equitable wind-up of the company, the court does grant leave to our applicant daughter, if we can put it that way, to stand in the shoes of the company and pursue her derivative action to cause the company to sue the brothers for what she says is a breach of their duties. A little bit clumsy there, but hopefully that made sense and hopefully it was of value to you in understanding when a shareholder might apply to bring a derivative action. I'll look forward to joining you again soon for another coffee and another case note. Cheers.